guys, it's Tony Robbins. You're listening to Habits and Hustle. Crush it. We have Mari Llewellyn. This girl is such a badass. She's only, she's only 28. She is the CEO and founder of a supplement company called Bloom, which is probably, it's probably like one of the top trending brands on TikTok, I would say for a lot. How long has it been like a major trend on TikTok? I feel like we've been there for over six months now. It's kind of oh. been ramping up over time. I thought it was even longer than that. Like TikTok has been a relatively new program for us. The brand initially got huge on Instagram through my own Instagram. Okay, so we're going pe- to hear all yeah, about this. Yeah. We're going to hear all about So basically through your own Instagram. So this girl, she is a, a major wellness entrepreneur. So she created a fitness app called the Slay app right? Mm-hmm. Her whole story is amazing. She lost a hundred pounds. She created this number one supplement company with her husband. She is everywhere. And I just want to know how somebody who's so young has become so successful where the, it's such a saturated industry. It is so sad, like the fitness world. And I know this, it's so hard to stand out because there's everybody and their dog is in there pushing something, doing something. I have to understand the origin of like how you started, how you became so successful. I feel like with everything, the app, the, with Bloom. So start from the beginning, like give me your story, go. Okay. <laughs> so I think everything started with my own personal fitness journey. Like that was really the catalyst for my entire career, which I didn't know at the time, obviously. So right. in 2017, I was kind of at a rock bottom period of my life. I had gained 60 pounds. I was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, which is a mood disorder. I was on antidepressants, anti-anxiety, mood stabilizers, drinking till I blacked out. My life was kind of a mess. I was in my final semester of college and about to graduate, but also failing every class. So I had to pull out of school. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was, um, health-wise just a disaster and I look back and I'm surprised I even made it out of that time to be honest because I was so deep in my mental health issues that I was self-harming I was having suicidal thoughts at that point I really didn't have a vision of my future at all so I ended up moving home with my dad and home being in the UK then home in New York oh you were in New York yeah so I went to school in Philadelphia and my parents divorced but they lived in New York okay so I moved where'd you grow up in in Philadelphia in England so I grew up in England okay moved to the U.S. when I was 10 and grew up in New York for the most part and then went to Drexel University in Philly got it okay so moved back to New York and kind of had this like reality check moment where I came clean off the meds that I was on because first of all I was put on a lot of medication and clearly I'm not a doctor I'm not advising anyone do this but It was making me have no sense of reality at all. I had no sense of who I was, what was going on. I was like checked out, which a lot of people who take medicine like that could understand, but it was like too much medicine. So I came off all of it, cold turkey, kind of had to detox from that. Right. Because it takes months and months for that to come out of your system. And had this realization that I had gotten myself in this mess. You know, I looked around at my life and I was like, oh my God. I don't have a job. I don't have a degree. I'm living at home. I'm overweight all of a sudden. I had, I'd never struggled with weight in my life. I'd never thought about it. And all of a sudden I was unhealthy. I couldn't go on a walk without getting out of breath. I was like emotional. My mood swings were insane. And I knew I had to take a step to get control back. 
And at the time, my boyfriend, Greg, who's my husband now, he's a bodybuilder. Been bodybuilding since like middle school. It's his passion. And I'd watch him go to the gym twice a day sometimes, eating out of Tupperware, like the fitness yeah, yeah, yeah. was his <laughs> life. And at the time I was like, well, what the hell is he doing? Like, I have no interest in it. You know, when they say like, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make yes, it drink. Yes, I say that all the time, actually. That yeah. was me. Like I watched it, it was around me, it was available to me, but I had no interest because I didn't really have that self-love. I didn't care about my own health. What was it though, if you don't mind me interrupting, what kind of was the precipice that made you get diagnosed with the borderline personality? What gain all the weight at that stage of life? Did mm. something happen to you? Did you have like some traumatic event? I would say I have trauma from my childhood okay. overall. Like I kind of lived in a tumultuous household, didn't have the best relationship with my parents. So I had a lot of pain mm. that I was dealing with through alcohol definitely abusing alcohol all through college. And I know we all kind of did right. in college, but mine was to a different degree and self-harming regularly. And I was in group therapy. It, I kind of realized that my mood was different to my friends. Like my ups and downs were so much more dramatic than my friends were. Oh. That eventually Greg was like, you know, I think you should go and see a psychiatrist like we need to figure this out so that's when I was diagnosed with BPD and ever since then I've been on a journey of self-healing I do therapy twice a week it's really become my like mission to heal from trauma and also right. help others heal from trauma so anyway that's a whole other thing no but that's very interesting so you're basic but you're still because it doesn't go away right like you still are you still struggling with borderline without medication are you just figuring out other ways like you know, other modalities like living healthy, exercising, meditation, sauna, whatever it is. That's really where fitness came to me because I was like, I need a way to monitor my mood yeah. and control my happiness. And fitness was kind of the first thing that made me feel like I had that control and also taught me everything I know about work ethic and discipline. So we all know fitness releases endorphins and sounds cliche, but it really does. Like no, hundred percent. I could not agree with you more. And there's um, so much research is backing the fact that exercise actually has more of an effect on your mood uh, for depression than actual an that antidepressants. I would agree. I, I mean, I'm the perfect case study because 100%. I came off medication and replaced it with clean eating, mm -hmm. nutrients and exercise. And that made, that put me on the path to recovery, I would say. Totally. Like that was the first thing I did. Now my whole life, I'm obsessed with the sauna and the cold plunge. Yeah. And the now I've added things to it. But back then when I was so clueless with anything fitness or health related, all I needed to do was move my body more and that put me on the right path. So for anyone listening who wants to take a step in the right direction, even a small baby step, as long as it's the right direction, I think that's perfect. You don't have to change your life completely on the first day. For me, it was slow and steady and it got me moving the right way. Oh, absolutely. So then when you gained all that weight, because I think you said in the bio, 90 pounds was the total. Was it because you were depressed and unhappy and so you were eating a lot, you weren't moving, you were drinking? Mm. So that's where all, all the weight came from? In a Culmination short, yeah. of all of those things. And I was eating like garbage. Like yeah. I look back and I cringe at the lack of nutrients I was taking in. I right. think 
Sometimes those medications can make you crave things that you never have before. Like all of a sudden I was eating food truck food and I just had no sense of what nutrition meant. Like I didn't realize that food had such an impact on the way we feel and the way we act and everything. And now I'm so obsessed with nutrition it's crazy to look back and think of myself that way but it was a culmination of all those things so then okay so then what happened so then you see your boyfriend at the time constantly go back and forth to the gym like I didn't realize you were with him like you're like basically your entire adult life so like, eight years yeah wow eight years I know it's a long time yeah it's been insane so what was the impetus for you to be like okay you know what I'm gonna try going to the gym today It felt like, so I had nothing else really going on. Like my life was kind of at a standstill because I had reached this rock bottom point. Right. And Greg inspired me back then. You know, I was like, well, Greg has his shit together. Like how come (laughs) I don't, you know what I mean? And I was like, well, why don't I just like, take a step and try to get some control back. So I started going on longer walks with my dog, Lulu. That was literally how I started. I would just like go on walks more frequently, speed them up a little bit. And then I remember I tried to, so my breakfast before my fitness journey was a giant muffin, like that big, sometimes two with an iced coffee, full caffeine, sugar, whole milk, the works. Like, can you imagine someone with a mood disorder (laughs) just like dumping sugar in their body and caffeine? Like, horrendous. And I look back and I'm like, not that a muffin is horrible. Like, if you want to have a muffin every now and again, go ahead. No, but the nutritional value of those things, of the laden sugar and fats and everything else, all the crap that's in there, Mm -hmm. it's like a, a mood dump. Like, your mood... You may be, it spikes, it goes down. It's terrible. 100%. Yeah. And I didn't think about it. Like I had no idea the implications that would have on my mood. So I was like, okay, I need to switch this out for something better. So I just imitated what Greg ate every day, which was like, six eggs because he's a bodybuilder yeah yeah i know that's what i eat every morning a giant bowl of oatmeal like i made like a bodybuilder style breakfast and i (laughs) facetimed him and i was like look babe like i'm healthy and he was like oh great um you know i'm definitely like a massive bodybuilder like you don't have to eat the exact same (laughs) quantity as me and i was like oh got it like i'll tone it back um so you know i was trying i was moving the right way I was eating the same amount as like a 230 pound bodybuilder, but anyway, (laughs) so that was my first step. And then eventually I got myself in the gym and Greg would join me. So he was still at school at this point and he would come back on the weekend and go to the gym with me and teach me how to do a squat or a bicep curl. Right. And yeah, like I kind of learned to train like him at the beginning, like very bodybuilder-esque, compound movements, heavy weight. It works, by the way. The be- It's the best type of training, I-, I still think. All this other nonsense doesn't even work as close as to that. So that's what you do, right? Yeah, I do. Because you look incredible. Oh my gosh, thank you. You're so nice. I appreciate that. And you have kids. too. Okay, so I want to look like you when I have kids. Oh my gosh, I love you. That's my goal. Thank you. So if you look like that from lifting, then I'm going to keep lifting. Lifting yeah. changed my life, 100%. First of all, what I can understand is that people are constantly looking for the new fancy thing that's going to get them the results mm-hmm. when the reality is it's the basics that are the most effective and the best. 100%. Like with Greg, Craig, or Greg, Greg, like that to me, the foundational movements, compound movements, lifting weights, that is what you have to do. There's no fancy trick. There's mm-hmm. no magic pill. There's no nothing. Like if you do that, you're going to be just golden. I think people want an easy route 
out and then it's like you know the hard work is what works you just said it. The hard work is what works. Yeah. Like, it's so true. Like, I, I look on Instagram, I swear, I'm like, who buys this nonsense? Like, I see girls, we probably are thinking of the same girl right now, and she lifts her leg an inch off the floor 10 times and the other one, and people are, like, buying this program like it's going to get them these crazy results. I'm like, that's going to do nothing for you. I know. Like, pick up a weight, like even a five-pound weight, and just, like, do use that. Like 100%. And people always ask me, like, how did you lose weight without doing insane amounts of cardio? Like it can't just be weightlifting. Yeah. But that's really all I did for the first like half of the year was just weightlift. Because if you can imagine yeah. someone who's never lifted a weight before in their life, you see the most progress at the beginning. 100. Well, that's of course. Yeah. Right? And the more muscle you have in your body, the more calories you're going to burn throughout yep. the day. Right. Yeah. People don't make that, like they don't do that. I do cardio though, because I do a lot of cardio only because it's for my mental. Yeah. My mental health. I do now. Now I've added it in. But at the beginning, if someone's at the start of their fitness yeah, journey, oh yeah. just move your body. Move just your lift body. some weights. It's hard. It's like, hard. You'll be sweating your butt off. I was. 100%. So then you started doing, so he came on the weekends to see you and he put together like a program, like do this bicep curl, do this squat. Mm -hmm. And you had no clue what you, like you just were just completely new at it. Completely new. And he gave me a split. So I was doing yeah. <laughs> my glutes and hamstrings, my shoulders and chest, whatever it was. I love it. And um, yeah, just getting in there. And it didn't always go perfectly. Like I would have days where I would leave crying because I felt insecure, but I made sure I showed up every day. Yeah. And just like compiling these little promises I was keeping to myself every day. Like, okay, a healthy breakfast, check. A walk with Lulu, check. Gym, check. And I started adding to that each day. Right. You'd be shocked how far, I mean, I can tell you firsthand, I was shocked how far that took me. I mean, I lost 90 pounds in like seven months. In seven months? Yeah. So were you documenting this on Instagram? Like how did people, no. even, like, so because at this point you have no, no following. Now, are you even honest? Would I'm you, a no one at this point. <laughs> right, but exactly. But like, nope. Was, was Instagram there eight years ago? Was it was it, there. It was just beginning, right? Like it wasn't like it is now, right? I was I was like a fan of other fitness influencers yeah, yeah, at that yeah. point. Like I was following all the fitness girls back then. Yeah. It was like the era of Christian Guzman and Buff Bunny. I don't know if you know who they are. I or do. Like, do you remember Michelle Lewin? Do you remember oh, her? Oh yeah, Michelle Lewin. Is she still around? I don't know. I don't see her But ever. I was following all the muscle yeah. muscle girls. All the muscle girls, yes. I was obsessed like Paige with- Paige Hathaway. Oh yeah. Yeah. 100% Paige Hathaway. Yeah, I remember these girls. Yep. So I was following all the muscle girls. I wanted muscle, but I wasn't posting because I was in just such an insecure yeah, point in it. my life. I didn't want to take photos. Looking back, I hate myself for it because I would have so much content to work with. Do you still have that content? I only have like a few photos of me, a few videos of me working out because I wasn't thinking about no, it. No, I wasn't thinking. I didn't expect to have a career that was based on my weight loss. I was just doing it for me. Oh, you know? Well, you know what? That's to me why you are successful because it's such an authentic journey. Yeah. It wasn't like for show. It wasn't because you were trying to like make money at it. But I will say, I saw a few of the pictures on your stuff. I could not believe it was you. I, I could know. not believe it. You look like a different person. I know. I think that's why that transformation blew up because people just genuinely don't oh. believe that I ever look like that. Well, also, it's because, yeah, like the hair was different. 
Every, your face was even different. But I gain a lot of weight in my face. Well, I think that's why. Is that just because, I was going to say, just because of the weight gain? Yeah. But that also just goes to show you how hair makes such a big difference, <laughs> right? Because like your hair now is long and blonde. There it was not. It was like brown and in a ponytail that I saw. But, yeah. you know, like it's crazy. You look like a, literally a different person. Yeah, I was 250 pounds. And now you look like a supermodel. Oh, well, I, thank you. No, I swear. Okay, so then thank go you. on. This is so interesting. So then you're following all these girls, but you have no following at all. No. It's just you doing your thing. I literally just dedicated myself to fitness for nine months. Like, I, it was all I did. Like, I didn't have a job. I wasn't going to school. It was just this. Just this. So I will say I was very lucky to be in a place where I could do that. And I could focus on myself because I had support from my, from Greg, from my dad. They were kind of helping me. Oh, they were. So your dad was kind of, or, and Greg, they were both kind of supporting you. A little bit. Okay. And, and then as I was going, I kind of started to get my confidence back. I started, you know, really gaining this work ethic because I was showing up for myself every day. Totally. And... I wanted to be able to support myself and to be independent. So I went back to school. I was driving back to Philadelphia every week there and back in the same day with my Tupperware of chicken because I was on my Tupperware yeah. grind. <laughs> and, so and then I got a front desk job at Orange Theory Fitness. I was the person at the front desk having heart monitors thrown at me, <laughs> cleaning yes. the toilet, making minimum wage. I wasn't selling the program because I sucked. Like I couldn't sell the program. Really? And I wasn't good at it. So I made no commission. So I was literally making minimum wage and I was getting there at three in the morning every day. Wow. What time was the first class at Orange Theory? I think it was at like 4.30 Jesus. or something back okay. then. So I was opening up and really just getting like my footing back. Yeah. And at this point, I had some before and after photos that I was just sharing with Greg because I wanted Greg to be proud of me. Like all I really cared about back then was Aww. being proud of myself and Greg being proud of me because right. he really helped me every step of the way. And he was like, oh my God, like you have to post this, like look at all this weight you've lost. Like it really was like a big accomplishment for me. It was my whole life. Wow. And he sounds like he was really supportive of you back then. Very, too. very. Wow. That's nice. He would, so I wanted to keep track of my weight. So he would weigh me, but I didn't want to see it. I couldn't look at the scale. So I would face backwards and he would tell me how much I'd lost. So I didn't have to know the number. So he'd be really? like, you lost one pound this week or you lost two this week. And I found out later that he was actually lying sometimes about how much I'd lost because he wanted me to keep going. Yeah, you, want to keep, you didn't want to lose your motivation. He, yeah, so even if I lost nothing or I gained something, he'd be like, oh, we lost a couple pounds. Like he'd, he'd, he'd lie. I love you. By the way, that that works. Yeah. Because people get very demotivated when they, when the scale plateaus. 100%. When, that, when that's so normal and natural. 100%. Yeah. So I was so smart of him to do that. Yeah. No, he helped me the whole way. Yeah. So I posted the photo, the before and after photo on my Instagram. I had 900 followers, like friends, people yeah. from my school. And it blew up. And it was the age of Instagram where you could organically blow up. Blow yeah. up. Nowadays, it's yeah. virtually impossible. So it got reposted by a ton of other big fitness pages with millions of followers. They were all coming to follow me. Really? It, yeah, it got a lot of attention. Which picture was it? Was it one that I was t I'm talking about? With I don't, the... I think it was like a gym selfie and a before photo. It wasn't the famous one that blew up. It's a different one. But it got a lot of attention, I think, for the same reason you were saying. Like, I just looked so different. Did you? already dye your hair or color your hair was it like, I guess was so a like distinction between I guess so I never even thought about the hair aspect to be oh, honest well that's what that's what like totally like sh like to me I'm like I didn't think I'm like oh this must be her sister or like no. a cousin I guess I hadn't but I, also I didn't go outside 
back then. So that's another change. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I was, I don't know. Yeah. But um, anyway, I posted it and I was just getting all of these messages and follows. And keep in mind, I never even, ex- I wasn't like an avid social media user. I didn't right. know what was going on. So I had hundreds and hundreds of messages being like, oh my God, what did you do? What did you take? What was your plan? Etc. And Greg, who's an entrepreneur major slash just the most entrepreneurial person you've ever met. Like this man is crazy. I know. I saw some, I saw some videos of him talking and I liked that he was like on it. Oh, he's like yeah. a New York business yes. guy. Like that's just who he is, which he's become back then. We weren't really sure. Cause he, neither of us were great with school. Right. Like neither of us had good grades. But so does we, it, schools does, is one element of a smart, exactly. kind of, one type of smart And now academic. I've watched him become this amazing leader and CEO and it's incredible. But anyway, he was like, oh my God, like, I think this is a great business opportunity. Like we need to make a product. And I was like, well, let's write up my workout plan because they're all asking for it. So we wrote the workout plan. Yeah, up. The we PDF went, we went to a Barnes and Noble and made a PDF. It was not the cutest thing you've ever seen. It was pretty ugly. I made it on like a Word doc, right. but I typed up every single workout that I was doing, my grocery list, my recipes. And I was like, hey guys, it's $5 if you want it. We would- $5. $5. I would manually email it to people from the DMs on Instagram and they would PayPal us $5. So it's a manual back and forth. And we would be on our phones doing this all day long, just going, going, going. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your own online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, do we just hit a million order stage? Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're online courses or a physical product, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever or whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with their internet's best converting checkout. It's actually 36% better on average compared to any other leading commerce platform. And sell more with less efforts thanks to Shopify Magic, which is your AI-powered all-star. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash hustle. That's all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash hustle now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash hustle. Have you guys tried Factor yet? Factor is a ready-to-eat meal delivery that takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores, the prep work, and cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. With over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and so much more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons. You'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. Factor now offers loads of snack options too, and like breakfast and smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep me going no matter what's on my schedule. And when things get super hectic, Factor is flexible. Change your order up every week with plans from four to 18 meals per week, or pause 
or reschedule your deliveries anytime. So head to factormeals.com slash habits and hustle 50 and use code habits and hustle 50 to get 50% off. That's code habits and hustle 50 at factormeals.com slash habits and hustle 50 to get 50% off. Okay, so how many followers at this point did you get from the picture? Oh, I don't remember. Probably like, it, it grew quickly. I was probably at 10,000 within like a couple of weeks. Wow. And so then how many of these PDFs did you sell? So eventually we got a website that automated the whole thing. Okay, that's good. We sold like a million guides. Like it was a lot. A million that workout was how, plans. Mm-hmm. That's how we got any capital to do any of the brands that we have now. It's all from those guides. That is incredible. So then you sell a million of these things mm-hmm. for five dollars each. Did you mm-hmm. raise the price, or is it always just five dollars? I think we may have raised it a little bit once the thing once we stepped up the quality and everything. Of yeah. the thing, okay. Yeah, and we had guide one, guide two, guide three, home guides, nutrition guides. Yeah, the works. That was our business at the beginning. That's a great business. Yeah, because there's no overhead. And there's no over. And by the way, there's a lot of people still to this day who just have that as a business. Yeah. And they're crushing it. Oh, yeah. No, PDFs are a great business. Oh, it's a great business. But you were smart, or Greg, or someone there was like, okay, now we're going to step it up a bit, right? And turn it into an app. And it, yeah. Yeah. I wanted, to, I wanted it to be more modern and easy to use. Yeah. Apps take a long time to make. Oh, like, I know. When I decided I wanted to turn it into an app... It didn't happen until three years later. We started working on it and then it came out three years later. And yeah, now that business, which was called Mari Fitness at the time, is now the Slay app, which now we have two other trainers other than me, Pilates and Hit and Recipes. And it's a gorgeous app. Like it's crazy. Um, So three, it took three years to make that. Mm -hmm. And then you put all the, like not all, but the money that you made from the PDFs, you put into this app. We put into the app exactly. And we also put into sampling for Bloom. Oh, and before that, we had our resistance bands. That was our first physical product. Oh, the yeah, the fitness band. Mm-hmm. So then how much did it, I know you're bad with numbers, but maybe just like ask Greg, I know you're going to say that already, but how much did it cost to make the app? Do you remember around like how much it cost to just develop it? Hundreds and thousands of dollars. Hundreds of it thousands? It was expensive. Um, has it... like? Is that over time? Probably even more. Oh yeah. Cause you got to keep on like revamping it. Right. And then how did it do like out of the gate? Did it do well? It was number one fitness app on New Year's Day when we launched. So it beat How like many years Peloton. ago was this? That we launched in, I want to say 2020. 2020, oh, but it was top new. app on the fitness Apple store. It was insane. So is it still like in the top? It does very well. It does very well. So how many how many users do you have on the app now? I believe we have over 100,000 users on the app. And so you can buy it monthly, right? You can buy it yearly or bi-yearly? Is that Yes, is that where exactly. We have different plans. And my whole thing is I've always wanted my products to be affordable. Yeah. Even from the guide being $5, I still want the app to be super affordable. Because I, I think, especially during COVID, I wanted fitness to be available for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I remember we did a big sale on during COVID because everyone was suddenly at home and needing a home plan. Yeah. And my goal is just always to have it be accessible because that's been my whole thing. Like I was someone at the beginning who I was making minimum wage. I couldn't afford the things that I can now, but I still was so interested in fitness. I belonged to Planet Fitness. I was shopping at, I don't know, some random store. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. I, I think health should be available for everyone. So that's kind of always been my ethos with that. No, and it's it's worked. So 
now you have the app, but so Bloom was not done yet, right? No. So we were sampling for Bloom all of 2018 and we launched in January of 2019. So Bloom actually came before Slay. Oh, so Bloom came before Slay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the PDFs, the resistant bands, you're making all this money from that. The app is number one and and the app's still crushing it. You have to kind of keep up with the workouts too, right? Are you still constantly doing workouts for this, for the app? So we do new workouts every season or so, but we also just added the two new trainers, Tiffany and Paulina. Yeah. So now we've added Pilates, we've added HIT training. We're always doing new recipes. It's kind of evolved with me. So like it has all the workouts I did on my weight loss journey, but mm-hmm. also the ones I do now. So it's kind of evolved over time. Wow. And so how many workouts are on the app? Oh, hundreds. Hundreds. So many different combinations, but it's all those like core movements we were talking yeah. about that are so effective. The foundation of, of stuff. And so what's the app? The app is workouts. It's nutrition. Yep. Recipes. It's recipes. You can keep track of progress. Pro- so oh, that's great. Before and afters and also mm-hmm. like the weights you're using, the reps you're doing. We have a community page. So it's kind oh. of like everything you need. In, the, in one app. So that's yeah. great. So then Bloom. And then so who had these ideas? Was it Greg who was like, we got to do this. We got to do this. So it was kind of like a joint moment because I was still on my fitness journey. As you know, like fitness doesn't just stop no. after you lose weight. Like you Mm-mm. keep, you know, keep evolving. And I really wanted supplements to complement my journey. And I was coming home from GNC and GNC back in the day was all yellow, red, black, like muscle this, like destroy X, whatever. I was like, (laughs) what is all this stuff? Like it was all for men, it felt like. And it was all super intimidating and full of caffeine and fillers and all this crap. Totally. So I'd come home with it and Greg would be like, oh, you're returning that. You're not taking that. What was he taking at the time? Greg always took like a protein powder and a creatine. Pretty simple. Okay. But we both wanted to create an awesome pre-workout that didn't have all of that crap in it. We wanted a pre-workout that I could take with my anxiety and it wasn't triggering me. Yeah. And it tasted good, but was a bit more natural than what was on the market. By the way, is this considered a pre-workout? No. No. I would have told you. Okay. You'd be delicious. You'd be buzzing. Okay, yeah, because this is very, I'm, I'm telling you, this is this is the this greens is our, and superfoods. This is mango. our greens. This is by far our best-selling product now, but it was not the first product we launched with. It this was is, not. Okay. This is our hero skew. This is our baby. Yeah. Our greens. It's very, by the way, I'm drinking the greens and superfoods. It is, and I'm not just saying this because she's beside me. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> being honest. I really do. I'm drinking it on the podcast. I, she I taste like it. tested it before we got on, and I was terrified that I, she wouldn't like it, but <laughs> no. good thing she does. I was terrified too, but it's actually very delicious. That's so. That's like our biggest feedback is that we taste better than anything else oh, on the market. By so far. I, that's That was my goal too, because I wanted something that was easy to incorporate in my lifestyle. I didn't want to have to pinch my nose and chug it down. A hundred percent. I wanted something with all the fruits and veggies, all the nutrients, all the bloating hacks, but didn't taste like grass. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. Most <laughs> of it, most of them does. And that's why I will actually drink this even when you leave. So that's a big, that's, that's good to hear. That's really good. I mean, the reality is I also think that if something does not taste good, nobody will drink. No one will eat it or drink it. Exactly. It's, that's the, that's the reality. Exactly. That's reality. It can be so good for you, but no. And also that's a very niche type of person. Mm-hmm. If you create a product that tastes like dirt, like I will occasionally drink things that taste like dirt if they're good for my health, but most people will not. Well, you just said the key word, occasionally. You won't do it regularly. Exactly. We wanted something that was an everyday 
all in one supplement. Totally. So yeah, we launched the pre-workouts in January of 2019. Where did you launch it? Just on your Instagram? Yeah. So we were living in Colorado at the time. We lived in Colorado for a year. Why? I don't know. I I couldn't tell you because (laughs) basically we were at the point where we were building my brand. We're building Bloom. And we were like, we need to focus. We need to move out. I was still out of my dad's house at the time, out of his attic, like selling resistance bands, packing them myself. I was basically running a business out of my dad's attic. Okay. Oh, wow. I love this. We were like, we need to get out of here because we needed to grow our business. So we were like, Colorado seems great. You know, we thought we were outdoorsy. We like loved fitness and we we're like, it seems perfect. Turns out we're not outdoorsy at all. Like we're <laughs> LA outdoorsy. I, I chose to say there's a very, dif- there's a big distinction. Oh, it's not the same. No, they're like kayaking yeah. and sleeping in trees. Like I can't, <laughs> <Yes>. I'm <laughs> no, I'm exactly. I, As a, you like the walks and the hikes like me. Okay. Yeah. You're not into the, like the kayaking and, and the, and the, and the rock climbing no, like them. No, yes, like I, 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 we couldn't keep up. We no. were like, Oh, this isn't for us. So basically yeah. for a full year, we didn't leave the house. We were in the house just working on Bloom because it was just us two at the beginning. So we were doing all of the label creation, all of the customer service, all of the social media, all of it, all of the inventory ordering. Um, So wait, but by this point, it's 2019, 18. How many people do you have following you now? Ooh, I think I was at 600,000. Okay, so, and it's not just the number. What's amazing is the engagement, right? Like you can have a huge number and have nobody give a shit, right? Mm. So those are your customers. Like those people were actually like avid customers. It was insane. Yeah, that's what made it so successful. Yes, I would agree. And I think I always treated my social media as a diary. Like every day I was updating them on the back end. I was showing them hey, I'm shooting, like I had a light box that I was shooting the products in. It was like a fake mini photo studio and I was shooting the products myself and I was showing them and I helped, I asked them to help us come up with our flavors. I was like, what flavors do you guys want to see? So they were involved from start to finish. So good. And the followers and I were so connected because I was talking to them every day. I felt like we were talking in the DMs, in the comments, they were hearing like, my mess ups, my mistakes, my wins, every single thing. So I think that really was a huge part of our success from the beginning and the pre-workouts we launched. Looking back, of course, I would have done it so differently. Like the labels, really? yeah. yeah. Like I, I always say, if you wait for something to be perfect, you're never gonna, you're never gonna launch it. No. And I think so many people in business like wait for the perfect time and the perfect moment and they wait to have like permission from someone. Just do it. You know, like I think back then we had no idea what we were doing, but we knew it was a good product. We knew we liked it and we knew the audience would like it. So we launched it and the label wasn't the cutest thing I've ever seen. It didn't taste great at the beginning. And we learned from that launch, hey, we need to make things taste better. And that's where we started. I think that's a really, really good point. And I we, I talk about this a lot on this podcast and in, in my book, wherever. People wait for the perfect time and there's never going to be a perfect time. Ever, ever, ever. So if you're going to wait, you're going to wait and then nothing will ever happen in your life. Mm-hmm. And so you have to just move and momentum and figure it out as you go. That's what 100%. you did. Like I get a lot of questions in my DMs. It's like, well, where do you get a business certification? Or where did where, did someone tell you you could launch a business? Like what? when did that really? happen? And I'm like, well, you don't need permission. You don't need a certification. As long as you are passionate 
and invested and you believe in the brand, that's all you need. A hundred percent. You need like, you need to have desire to get it done and yeah. work ethic. Yeah. Right. And not give up when you have something that happens that, you know, that knocks you down. You have 100%. to kind of get right back up. But you were lucky in the sense that you both were, you had each other. And in that way, we are a great team yeah. because Greg was an entrepreneurship major at school. He's always been super business focused. I love making content. I love That's talking great. to people. I love connecting on an emotional level. So, and I also love branding. I was a designer merchandising major. So I took everything I learned and put it into our branding. And Greg focused on the, the numbers in the back end. And together we just kind of like, it just worked. That's amazing though. And that's another good point because you don't have to be great at everything. Mm-mm. You got to know what you're good at and lean into that and then find other people who can help balance it out to be successful. Cause no, exactly. right. Because nobody can do everything on their own. It's impossible. Right. And as we've now hired a lot, when we started hiring, we realized, okay, we need someone who's going to kill it at customer service. That was our first hire actually, because mm. customer service was probably the hardest thing for us to do. Really? Cause it's like such a, People are only emailing you when they have a problem, right? right. And when you own the brand, you take it so personally. So all day we were just like, God, this is so like demoralizing. Like we hate this. So we hired Dom, who is like an angel. She's such a sweetheart. And now she leads a customer service team of like six or seven people. She's head of HR. She's still with us today. Wow. Yeah. How many people do you have at the company now? I'd say like 40, 45. And and when when I say company, is it... Because Bloom's one of them. Yeah, they're separate LLCs. They're all separate. Mm-hmm. So you have Bloom LLC, the Slay app's another LLC. What's the other LLC? Your personal LLC? Technically, it was Mari Fitness, but now Slay is Slay. within Mari Fitness. So you have two separate. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so who? how many people do you have working on the Slay app? So that team is out of London, actually, mm, and there's okay. about 10 of them. We have one or two here in LA with us. But Bloom is definitely like our biggest company. Yeah. And this, that has the potential, like not even potential. I mean, this is going to be, I mean, it's already massive. I know I'm not, I can't ask you numbers. You don't know any, but do you know how much you've sold in terms of what your revenue was last year, even for Bloom or you have no idea? Yeah. We've like 10 X every year, every, like, every year. We're currently the number one selling supplement at Target. Okay. So I want to remember I, I said at the beginning, so this, this product now is in Walmart. It's at Target number one. It's an Amazon bestseller. I saw like crazy amounts of reviews, like 25,000 or something crazy yeah. amount of reviews yeah. on Amazon. So yeah. So then I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just like so excited. So then you come up with this pre-workout, you know, you wasn't great. And then what happens then? So we you know, kind in of Colorado, they're they've got the customer service person. <laughs> yeah. We kind of redid the pre-workouts, made them better. They kept selling out. Like I, I oh, have wow. to shout out our community. They've been so loyal to us from the beginning and they were just there to support and give feedback and tell us what they liked wow. and what they didn't like. So we listened to that feedback and made edits and the products just kept getting better. And then I was like, you know, I really want something. And I would say my journey was evolving at this point. Like I was such a fitness focused person, but as I was learning more about trauma and inner healing and wellness, I wanted something that wasn't just for the gym. I wanted something that was like an all-in-one, all my nutrients, all my fruits and veggies, all my probiotics in one supplement. So I was Mm. like, I want to create a greens. Like I want to have a greens powder, but I don't want it to taste like dirt because all of the ones on the market taste like dirt and there weren't that many. And also they were all very male 
branded. Yeah, they are. Which is fine, totally fine. But I was, you know, my community were women who were new to fitness and I wanted to speak to them specifically. And they wanted these products too. There wasn't that much out there at the time. So we started sampling for the greens and, you know, trying to nail getting all these amazing ingredients in here and getting the flavor perfect. So if you can imagine things like wheatgrass, alfalfa leaf, chlorella, like those don't taste good, no, right? So getting don't. that to taste good while keeping an all natural formula was hard. So it is very hard. Like what's the shelf life of that? I, I, don't, I don't know that. I don't know. Maybe a year or something? Yeah, probably a year. But when we first started sampling for it, we went on a trip to Puerto Rico so I didn't know this, obviously, but this was the trip that Greg proposed to me. So I had my greens and I was like trying them out at the time and making sure it was, the you know, a great product. And he proposed to me like the first night and we were drinking and eating and celebrating so much. And I was taking my greens twice a day. And it was the first time that I really noticed, okay, I'm not bloated. I'm not having horrible hangovers. I'm feeling like lean and good this whole trip. These greens are like, making it possible for me to enjoy myself yeah. and feel good at the same time. I was like, I think this product might be the one, like, I think we nailed it. And it tasted amazing too. Yeah. Our first one was like our original one, which kind of had this like matcha flavor to it. Oh, so mango's a new one. Yeah. yeah. Mango's a new one. Yeah. So from there I was sharing my feedback on the product on Instagram and everyone was freaking out over it and we sold out of the greens right away. So we wow. kept having to restock greens over and over again. And keep in mind, Greg and I never took a loan out, never took investors. So we were self-funding this entire business and we couldn't really afford to keep enough greens in stock because they're very expensive. I was going to say, so like when you were making your orders, how many did you have to order at once? So back then, it's crazy how much the numbers have changed, but back then a restock probably would have been like 5,000 units and now it's like, a hundred thousand or something. What? A um, hundred thousand units? Yeah. Especially with retail, it's just changing everything. So hold on a minute. You have to buy a hundred thousand units yeah. at a time. Generally. Yeah. And, it's, and again, I'm not a good person to talk to. About no, but this, that's, but, but you, you, so your, your run used to be 5,000. Now it has to be a hundred thousand. Yeah. Holy. And what's, what's the price point on that? This one is 29.99. We'll look it up. Yeah, I'm. You really are bad with numbers. I know I'm really bad. <laughs> really bad with numbers. She has no um, idea. This one I think is twenty nine ninety nine, but this is our bigger size. So this oh, is, is a sixty serving. But by the way, that's actually very reasonable compared to the other stuff out there. Yeah, that's it's not bad at all. Pretty good price. So. Yeah, people were getting mad at us because we couldn't keep it in stock. So we had to, and also we couldn't wow. afford to get it back in stock until the original one had sold. Because right. you know what I mean? Yeah, so we I had know to, exactly. Yeah. We had to keep selling it and selling out. And then we kept adding more and more units as we kept ordering. And then that was the year, I do know this number because I watched it on the Shopify screen. Okay. We had our first million dollar day on a greens restock. It was insane. So I was literally training one of our first big employees, our creative director. And out of the corner of my eye, I'm watching the Shopify screen because we had a big restock that day for greens. And I'm watching us have our first million dollar day and at that point it's still pretty much just me greg dom and this girl we just hired so i'm like oh shit you know like this business was growing more than we could a million dollars in one day yeah it, I've, yeah M me and greg really like, couldn't believe our eyes it was insane it was insane this product really like 
took over. That is insane. Yeah. yeah. And that wasn't even with retail. No. That was literally just from Instagram and uh, Shopify. That is insane. Okay, so then what happens? Then we're like, okay, I think this is our hero scheme. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> then I'm like, yes, exactly. okay, we're changing our whole business. No, but like the greens really like just made sense for everything. Yeah. Like it made sense for the me, the customers, the whole brand. So that, that became our new focus. And from there, everything just kind of snowballed. We got on Amazon, we launched our TikTok program and we moved to LA. So this was, we've moved a lot, but- um, Yeah, also, okay, that makes, okay, go on. That makes sense. We had moved from Colorado back to Brooklyn at this point. So we were running our business out of our apartment in Brooklyn during this million dollar day time. Which was difficult. Like, wow. Running a business out of New York is kind of challenging, especially when it's a fitness business because you have to deal with the snow. Totally. I, I'm surprised it took you this long to get to LA. Like, Me too. Me what, too. What was the, what, you never thought about it or what was the. I think, so we had come out to LA a few times to shoot and do projects with Bloom and like, you know, everyone in the fitness industry was out here basically. A lot of people for sure. Yeah. And um, I loved it every time, but I just for some reason couldn't picture it like I didn't think it was for us and then eventually I was like I think that's what I want to do and I kind of had to convince Greg to come out here and this was two years ago so mid-pandemic we left Brooklyn came to LA and this is really the place where we like put our flag in the ground and we've been growing the team and we have an office now we're building an HQ on Abbott Kinney currently that's crazy you know what's amazing though you came here when everyone was leaving LA like everyone was like, I'm like the last one here, basically. <laughs> Everyone's leaving for Austin, for anywhere except LA. You yeah. move here yeah. and like plant your flag it, here. It was the best thing we could have done because it allowed us to, first of all, have, I mean, it sounds silly, but having good weather year round makes a big difference when you're making content constantly. Oh my God. Number one for your, this is something about if, if you have any kind of like seasonal depression or, yeah. I mean, although right now the weather pair has been yeah, this is not a good example. This is a bad example. <laughs> For the last, it's been terrible. But in general, like just to be a place where it's warmer, yeah. sunny. Yeah. Like if you have any kind of mental health issue, this is the place to be, I think. 100%. You know? 100%. So. And content. And content. Yeah. It really changed the game. And I was able to really like tap into my wellness journey. We were finding like-minded people, like, you know, wellness entrepreneurs and people with healthy food brands or whatever and yeah the networking was has been so much better out here for us because a lot of people in new york are in more traditional yeah jobs i would say that's exactly true yeah you're, everyone's you're, in finance so right. they're a lawyer and Here, everyone's unemployed and they're like basically <laughs> walking around with their phones and like doing content and you don't know what they're doing or what how they're doing it well even me like i i treat my job as a nine to five basically i'm at my desk all day doing bloom podcast content whatever yes. it may be and then i'll go out and see people at a restaurant at 2 p.m. And I'm oh. like, well, how is this possible? Oh, I know. It's unbelievable. The gyms are are packed here at, yeah. at 2 p.m. You'd think that like it was like Christmas day or something. I, it's crazy. I know. And it's confusing, but everyone has these like interesting jobs. Oh, right, exactly. Or like, yeah, exactly. Only here. It's like, a, it's another reality in yeah. LA. It's completely not like anywhere else in the world. Exactly. Sure. And yeah. everyone's super focused on building their brand and their own portfolio. So yes, it's yeah. a very meat oriented place for sure. Exactly. Yeah. So it really was, it helped us grow Bloom to what it is now. Did you know Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors and take about 20,000 breaths a day? I didn't. And according to the EPA, indoor air is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air. And in some cases, even a hundred times more polluted. 
And the data shows that an air pollution is responsible for nearly 7 million premature deaths globally. Wow. So then what's the solution? I'm going to introduce you to an air purifier that captured the attention of established media outlets all over the world, like CNN, Money, ABC, and it's called Air Doctor. Air Doctor filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants and allergens, such as pollen, pet dander, dust mite, mold, and even bacteria and viruses, so your lungs don't have to. And Air Doctor purifiers also have a feature called WhisperJet that makes the fans 30% quieter than any other ordinary air purifier. And Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. So head to airdoctorpro.com and use the promo code HUSTLE. And depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to $300 off. And exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit which is an additional $84 value. So lock this special offer in by going to Air Doctor, A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code HUSTLE now. Amazing. So then you kept on growing the brand and then Fee is the name of, I call it, it's a fee, right? Fiona is, yeah, okay. Is your right hand. Mm -hmm. And we were talking before we started this podcast because of, you met Fee just because she was a follower of yours and like a big (laughs) believer in what you were doing. And now she works with you. Can you explain this whole thing? Like how you were finding, now everyone's going to DM you, right? For a job. They already do, but yeah. (gasps) Okay. But exactly. But Tell, explain how were you were you hiring people just through your followers? Was she the first one, or how was it working? Yeah, so I I'll use Fee as an example because I think she was one of the first. But I would be you know as I said using social media as a diary. So I would share when my life was a mess, and I was like, oh my god, I I need help. Like I don't have time for this. Like this is falling apart. Whatever. And for some reason, I had resistance to hiring an assistant because I felt like, oh my gosh, I don't want to like ask this person to help me with my groceries or, you know, I had this resistance to telling people what to do. Yeah. But Fee reached out and I had happened to have moved into the same building our office was in that her office was in because she used to work in a finance like as an admin role oh wow and she sent me a selfie of her we used to sell bloom masks during covid and she had a bloom mask on and she was like oh my god i can't believe you're in the same building she was like when i saw you were moving here i knew i had to meet you and i feel like you need help like i have so much assistant experience let me send you my resume And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I'm not really sure I'm ready for an assistant right now, but thank you so much. Like, sure, send it over. And she sent her resume over and she was very convincing. She was like, I know I can help you. Like, let me just have a conversation with you. And her resume was super impressive. She'd worked with like a big celebrity before and had like a lot of organizational skills and things that I don't have. Right. (laughs) So I was like, okay, like, let's get on the phone. And we got on the phone. She told me her whole life story, which is a very fee fee thing to do, if you know fee. And then we were like, okay, she seems great. Let's hire her. So she worked with me for the first six months on a personal level. And then over time, she came on full time, which I think she was a bit like at at the beginning nervous about because she left a very stable corporate job to work for 
an entrepreneur yeah. who's kind of just, you know, putting everything on the line. Right, right, um, right. But it's worked out very well because now she's my executive assistant. So she helps me with all things with my podcast, business, scheduling. And then we also have a personal assistant who kind of is now fees assistant. Wow. So then how do you spend your day? Like, give me a day in the life of what you do because you have so many different things. Yeah. By the way, is your relationship still intact because you work together so much? <laughs> because I mean, there's a like that's a lot of like togetherness, you know. It's, like I don't know if intact's the right word. It's like <laughs> strengthened. It's oh, it is. Like okay. we've been th- we've been through it, you know. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say it's been easy oh, yeah. because I hate when people do that. It's, it's bullshit. N- I mean, how can it be easy? You're it's with not. the person constantly. It's not. Like we've definitely had ups and downs and sometimes we'll go weeks where we literally don't see each other for more than five minutes because we're so busy or we don't even go on our dates we don't connect on a personal level yeah but but we always find that time and at the end of the day he's my best friend and I really respect the shit out of him I don't know if I can curse on here yeah you can um he has become such an incredible leader and CEO and I've he's doing what he's supposed to be doing and I think it's incredible that we've been able to find like align our passions and I'm doing exactly what I want to do and he's doing exactly what he wants to do so we really support each other in that way and I think every hardship we've been through has made us better because we've proved to ourselves that we can make it through anything so yeah it's intact yeah is it for now I said for for now (laughs) so how old is he he is 27 oh my gosh so you guys are both yeah, really young. I appreciate you saying that because I feel old. Okay. Do you know what, But you've accomplished so much. Like that we were saying before also, like you just made last, was it last year, this year, 30 under 30 for Forbes. I mean, most, a lot of people would look at you and be like, this is incredible. Like how you've been able to like, you've really monetized your social media, which is I think a, a problem that 99% of people have. Like they yeah. don't know how to do it. Yeah. I you know. know, like I think we were saying because of the authenticity of your story that people are super engaged. Yeah. And, but you're also, but the problem is it can't grow organically anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. But you came now you're what, you're what? 2 million followers on Instagram or 1.6, 1.6. Mm-hmm. Okay. How did you go from the 600 that you said earlier in 2019? How did you grow to another million? Mm. When do you think it stopped becoming organic? Did you put ad, like, did you put advertising into your stuff to get your numbers up? Like, how did yeah. you do it? So you got to have Greg on because he's so obsessed with marketing and he okay. really, I like, have Greg on. he did an amazing job with this, but he kind of put together that my transformation and my story was what was fueling our brand's yeah. success. And as you just said, the organic reach was going down over time. So yes, while I was still making content that was getting people to click follow and want to keep along the journey, Greg was also doing Facebook ads, Instagram marketing to get my story out there. He was basically like my PR agent. Yeah, he was probably boosting the boosting the posts, boosting the posts. And now he has like a full marketing team under him. It's a pretty big operation, but he was getting my story out there and fueling the fire. And I was just continuing to put out content that made people want to follow. So even to this day, cause are you still, cause I was looking, you do a lot of, it's like a combination. You do the fitness stuff. Yeah. 
because, but now you already are transformed, so to speak, right? Yeah. Like you've, your transformation is done. Yeah. So what kind of content is really catching people? Cause it's hard to, yeah. cause it also been doing, once you do it for so long, I would imagine it's like, how do you keep it fresh? I mean, like people have seen you transform, you've transformed already. Like, yeah. what, like, okay, now you're, now you're doing a squat in a red outfit. Now you're doing a, a, a lunge in a pink outfit. Like how creative could you be that makes people, Oh, this is better content than Joe Blow over there. I agree with you. And I feel like I actually moved away from even posting workouts yeah. because it's interesting. Cause I think a lot of people know me for that before and after, but now in my life, I'm co-founder of bloom nutrition first yep. and foremost. And president of bloom nutrition i'm in there every day i don't have as much time for content anymore unfortunately the main thing that i have first of all i think you need to pivot all the time like you literally need to be down to switch platforms to change your format like you can't get stuck in your ways and the podcast movement was super interesting to me because i feel like i have a lot more to say that instagram was allowing me to do mm-hmm. so i was you know trying to create these 30 second reels that explained how i felt about wellness and mental health and i was like this just isn't this isn't giving my story room to breathe and i don't think people are getting to know me and i'm not connecting with them the same way yeah. especially with this new short form like for you page style content so that's why i pursued creating a podcast and i now have one called the pursuit of wellness And it's really allowed me to have room to have a long hour long conversation like the one we're having right now and really dive deep into topics that I actually care about, talk about business, talk about wellness, talk about mental health, talk about trauma. It it allows for like nuances that you don't get on social media. Absolutely. So that has been my main focus for content, I would say. And then so is what's what happens then on TikTok or on Instagram like is it kind of flatlined I mean you have a everyone follow it was, was really interesting because when I first met you I did I'm like oh she seems like a nice girl I didn't know <laughs> you know and then when I was like looking into yourself I'm like everyone follow like a lot of my friends and a lot of people that you know mutually follow follow you I'm like how does ever how am I so late to the party first of all <laughs> you know but like our Facebook ads didn't hit you I yeah guess. they didn't hit me <laughs> which is weird because that's my, my the crux of my business is like health and fitness and so I, I don't know how I never even I think sometimes, because I'm the same way as you, obviously my whole life is health and fitness. I never get served ads about it. Never. Maybe because we're so in it. Is that why? Maybe. I don't get served ads for even my own brand. So that's what's very interesting. I've never seen Bloom. I never seen you. And then when I went and checked out like, all the people that are like mutually following, I'm like, how is it that like, this has never even crossed my algorithm ever? Yeah. I know. It's It's weird, right? Yeah. A lot of people have seen us. Who knows? I don't know why we missed you on that. I mean, it's crazy. But then when do you think it started to become such a game of ads and spending and digital marketing Mm. and not organic? Because I think that's like a huge point. People now, if they're entering or they're trying to build a business like you are, it's very difficult. Yeah. So I think we realized that there was a ceiling for how much I could do as a human. Because back then, everyone considered Bloom's Bloom Mari supplement company. Mm -hmm. People only knew about Bloom through me. And I felt like we realized, okay, that's kind of a problem because 
that has a limit to it, right? Right. So we switched our mindset to, hey, how can we get this in the hands of other influencers, right? Mm -hmm. So yes, while Greg was also doing paid advertising, we were just sending out a shit ton of free product. Yeah. We were like, let's just send greens to everyone who wants it. And we still do that. And a lot of the posts you see on TikTok are not paid. Right, you just send out stuff. We just send free product. And if they, we don't even ask them to post. If they enjoy it, they do. And a lot oh, of them you don't up, even ask them to post. Not always. Do, no. you, do you have somebody uh, who are, who's just focused on outreach, like on social media, like to all the different fitness, health and wellness influencers? Yes. You have one per, who just constantly DMs them. Hey, do you want bloom? Hey, do you want bloom? We have a whole team. Um, do, how many, like, how does that process work? So we have a head of influencers named Jillian. She's amazing. And she has a team under her of like 10 girls who are like our interns who usually come from USC they're younger um super social media native and they find girls who align with the brand who we think would enjoy the product and we reach out and we send them product and we say hey if you enjoy it like you know do you yeah do whatever you want we we like to leave the creativity in the hands of the influencer because if you try to tell them yeah what to make and what to film it doesn't feel organic and it isn't true to them so we always just say, do you, for example, we work with Alex Earl. She loves going out. She's a college girl. She's drinking. She's hungover. She takes her greens to get herself back going. Yeah. You know, that's her vibe of content while she's getting ready for the day or whatever it may be. We also have like a famous grandmother on TikTok who takes our greens. Like it really ranges. It does range. Like even your audience. So like I was going to say to you, what is your demo? But the truth is it is a wide range. Yeah. My demo is probably like 20 to 30, like 25, mm-hmm. 30 kind of evolves with my age. Yeah. I find as they, as, as you evolve, they are evolving too. Our yeah. bloom age is really across the board because it's a product that's for any, anyone mm-hmm. like, you know, men, women, whatever, usually it's female, but it really ranges and it kind of skews younger nowadays because TikTok has such a young audience. Yeah. So so you're basically, so that's what you're, it's a lot of strategic partnershiping right now to, to grow it and build it. Because mm-hmm. now with Walmart yeah. and Target, and it's, but it's, forget about even getting that deal. It's moving off of the shelves, which is the hardest part. Forget about just like getting the, okay, we're going to buy it from you, but then you have to get it off from the shelf of Walmart to the person buying it, right? Yeah, that is the hardest part. You know, we didn't know what to expect because we'd never been in retail. We'd always been D2C. Right. And target was insane because the, the craziest part about target was when, when I made this product, I was like, I could see this at target. Like I know my girl is yeah. a target girl. Clearly she is. I mean, it's been selling every time I go to see my product on the shelf, it's sold out. Cause I was going to say, cause I don't think I've seen it there either. It's, it's been so- always sold out. But as of April, we will be full chain in targets everywhere. And you'll, you'll definitely see us then. That's insane. So like, what is your, goal like five like two year three year plan do you want to sell this to a major other like another company do you want to keep on you know building new SKUs like what is the plan for you guys bloom wise and then I'm going to ask you about you personally right now we're just focused on like the retail side of it and blowing that up and just trying to make this product as accessible as possible and also keep growing the team. Mm -hmm. We have an incredible team. They're all under the age of 30 and they're all crushing it. And they all like have really come into their own. Like, you know, one of them, Lindsay was a copywriter at the beginning and now she's head of partnerships. Like it's incredible to watch their careers blow up and who knows what will happen with bloom and where it will go. But we just want to focus on making it better and better. So new products, coming 
new flavors, new flavors, coming. collaborations. Oh, that would be great. So yeah. So, so how about you as an individual now? Like, yeah. what do you, okay. So besides basically running bloom with yeah. Greg and the app, I mean, a lot of these things, I, I know a lot of these things are already like in motion, so it's not, you know, but I'd still like to know, like, what else are you doing and how do you spend your day? Like, give me that day in the life of you. Yeah. Everything. Okay. The day in the life is tough because my every day is so different, but I'll it give is. an example. You don't have like certain rituals or right? I do. Okay. I do. So I wake up usually at like 5.45, 6 a.m. Okay. And I'm in the gym by 6.30 or 7. So do you go to Gold's? I do. How do yeah. you know? Because I can tell by the background of what your pic- <laughs> of your pictures. Because I used to go there again. Like I could see you there. Yeah. Well, like when I was your age, I like kind of like I'm Canadian. I moved close to where you are. I went to Gold. It's like the same thing. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? So I saw. I'm like, oh yeah. Of course she goes to Gold. Oh yeah. We're Gold's people. Yeah. Gold's Venice. Is it um, still so dirty and gross in there? No, it's nice now. Oh, I would say. I really? don't think. It, I mean, it definitely has like a rough around the edges. That's okay. Vibe, but love it. I love it. Like too. it's like massive men who hype you up when you hit a PR. It's it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um. Yes. So generally, I'm at Gold's, and then I head home. For I, how long? I want to know details. Okay, so I work out. I think you can get a good workout in in 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. I really do. If you're focused, for sure. If you're focused and move quick, which I which I do. So and I like to get my heart rate up. Like mm-hmm. I'm definitely still lifting heavy, but I like to like do a lot of supersets and keep moving. Okay. Then I head home. Home. Wait, do you eat or anything before you said? No, I go fasted. You go fasted. So not even, do, would you even have this greens or no? I would have the greens once I get home before okay. breakfast. Oh, okay. first thing in the morning, if you want to know the full routine. Yes, I want the full routine. Oh. I, don't, I don't want you to kind of like dilly dally to the big stuff. I want okay. the detail. Wake up. Okay. First thing I do is have Kinton Minerals. Do you know what that is? No, what is it's that? It's like seawater that you put into water and it has all of the essential minerals in it. So I drink that. Where do you get that from? It's called Kinton. Q-U-I-N-T-O-N. The guy that I heard about it from is 75 years old and he has the blood work of a 30-year-old. The so, bone density of a 30-year-old. Quinton Minerals. C- mineral. And where do you buy it? Waterandwellness.com. This is not sponsored. <laughs> and it's, it's not It's not even... This is This is the kind of stuff I like to know. Okay, go on. Quinton, and every day you put a scoop of that in water. Yeah, it's like a... It's a vial of seawater, essentially, that you just pour in. You know what? I did hear about this. Yeah, you definitely have. I have for sure. And I never... I, a few times. Because the theory is the sea is made of the whole periodic table. Yeah. And it's all the essential minerals we need. So I take that every day. Who knows if it's bullshit, but I'm taking it. And how much is it? For people oh, who are uh, I think it's expensive. It is. That's why I remember hearing that too. But you can get other versions as well that's just like a big squirt bottle. I think companies are coming out with cheaper versions now, so I would look into options for no, sure. No, but that one, so some old man told you about this. I listened to him on a podcast. I am awful with, I just buy anything from podcasts. I do the same thing. I, my pantry is full of crap. You, you, you should see my pantry. I oh. can give you a run for your money. Do you have a supplement addiction no, as well? No, you have no, you should go, I'm telling you, my <laughs> garage, you, there's no cars in my garage Just because supplements. it's full of crap that I get. Like yeah. it's crazy. 
It's crazy. Yeah. I have like a whole, if you could see me at nighttime, my red glasses and my whole. Oh, you know, you have to walk around this house. You would think you're in a wellness resort. <laughs> yeah, right I'm here. already seeing like all this. The cold I love plunging, it. the saunas, the sauna blankets, the red lights. I have red light panels upstairs. I have every, it's it's insane. I love it. It's crazy. I'm into it. I do. I, I Even if it does nothing, it makes me, it's like, I think it's psychosomatic. I think I it's think doing so too. something. It makes know? me feel better me too me too so So that that, sea minerals in the water yep feed my dog and then head to the gym okay at the gym i'm doing weights generally okay lower body one day upper yeah okay yeah glutes hamstrings shoulders chest back thighs so switch off between that and i try to walk so if i can squeeze in a morning walk as well i'll do that usually like a 20 minute one because i think steps are really important can you walk to the gym I could, but it would take a long time. So I generally drive home, go on a walk, <laughs> come back, decaf coffee. I'm a decaf gal. Why? Um, I run just a very, very anxious in general. So mm. I don't really need more yeah. anxiety. <laughs> That's true, actually. It's a good point. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've recently done a bunch of um, hormone tests and things of that nature and realized that my, my testosterone is pretty high. So I'm just like a very driven person yeah. naturally. So if I add any caffeine to that, I just become a maniac. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So then you come home, you have your decaf coffee. Yes. And then I have breakfast, which generally used to be eggs, turkey, bacon, berries. Mm -hmm. But now I found out I'm highly sensitive to eggs due to my tests. That's what I found out too. I I think I ate too many in my life. That's what I did. Yeah. And now I'm allergic to it. Same. It's a bodybuilding issue, I think. Yeah, because remember you said about your, your Greg was eating six eggs. I was eating five eggs every morning yeah. for like so many, like 18 years. Well, because they are the healthiest food you can eat. They have all the nutrients, all the fats, all yes. the protein. So it sucks that we overdosed on eggs. So what do we do now? What are you going to do? Smoothie. That's what I've been doing. It's not the same. It's not the same. It doesn't fill me oh, up. Oh, it doesn't fill me. I'm starving. Same. So same. what are you doing? Just hating my life. I'm, I'm hating my life. Hating like, I'm my life. To, what are you going to do? Like, I'm thinking, like, do I have to do, like, Greek yogurt? Not the same. Dairy as well. I, I try and avoid dairy me too, for so, my skin. Me too. So what are you going to do about that protein thing? I know. I just dump a whole bunch of protein in the smoothie. That's what I've been doing. What kind of what kind of protein powder are you using? I have bloom protein powder. You do? Mm-hmm. I didn't know Plant that. protein. Well, I'll send you some. Yes. It's good. What, which one, vanilla or chocolate are you? I have a lemon bar one that I like. And what kind of protein? Is it like a 20 grams of protein per serving? What I believe it's the- 20 grams. It has a lot of protein in it. It's pretty good. I was pretty picky about that yeah but if i'm out and about like an ear one or something i'll do a hemp protein you do hemp why hemp because it's better for you yeah i mean they say pea protein isn't ideal i know i don't like pea protein yeah and i like doing seeds some kind of seed in there like a hemp seed or flax seed the flax seeds really good for you and then i'll do banana and berries and coconut milk it's not the same though as eating eggs it's not the same and it's not warm it's not exactly so when it's cold it's not this like do you think that you can go back to eggs if you take a break yes i'm doing four weeks no eggs and i'm going right back i can't i can't live this way that's exactly what i did and then i've been trying to do like alternative days like i'll have eggs one day yeah and then the other i'm telling you the shake thing is not working though it's It's not not a vibe it's not a especially if you're active and a fitness person i agree it's not enough it's it's brutal okay so then sorry so then (laughs) the shake i know or the eggs okay and then what do you do okay i've had my smoothie i take like 20 different supplement pills like my regime is ridiculous what do you take fish oil Mm -hmm. vitamin d Mm -hmm. zinc Mm -hmm. trace minerals trace minerals b complex these are all things you should have in bloom. Yeah, I know. Well, we do have a fish oil. It's very good. That's the one I use. 
Do you have a fish oil that's really mm-hmm. good? I use Nordic Naturals. Do you know what that is? That's one good is? too. Yeah. I take a number of things and I take my greens obviously before I have my breakfast. So I've always already had this, which has a bunch of things in it. So then after that, I head upstairs, wash my face, mm-hmm. ice roll. Oh, ice roll. Yeah, ice roll. And then depends on what type of day I'm having, makeup or not makeup. Right. If it's just a work behind the computer day, I'm not wearing makeup. If I'm on screen, I wear makeup. What do you wear? Uh, Kosas. I love Kosas. That like natural makeup, K-O-S-A-S. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and like say blush. I use a number of different things, but I do very light makeup. I'm not a big makeup girl. No, yeah. And then after that, I head down. So I have an at-home office. Mm -hmm. So I'm either in there or like yesterday I was at the Bloom office. So right now we're out of a WeWork, which sucks because we're exploding out of this WeWork. Wow. Like we take up a whole section of the WeWork. So that's why we're building our own HQ, which we move into in a week. And that's way bigger. So I'll go to the Bloom office and have some meetings there. Try and get all my meetings done in kind of like a batch period of time. Because, you know, a lot of my day will be revolving around the podcast. So I'll have to go to the studio to record. Um, I batch those as well. So I'll do two, three episodes at a time. I think I'm coming on your podcast soon. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. wait to go on your podcast. I know. This is going to be exciting. Okay, go on. We might be in the new HQ by then. Oh, really? Maybe. So we'll see. That's right, because you're going to be there next week. I think I go on in a couple months or month. Fee will tell us Fee will tell us, but I'm really excited. Yeah, Um, me too. So maybe I'm recording for a bit, I'm getting content, and then I'll head back home in my home office and take some meetings regarding branding, collaboration, upcoming events for Bloom, sometimes for Slay. So my brain splits in like five different ways all day. Like I go from Bloom to podcast to Slay to content. And as I said before, I really haven't had a ton of time to make content lately. So that's kind yeah. of been my last priority, unfortunately. But um, I'm surprised that you don't have someone following you around with like... I have, I've, tr- listen, I've tried that. I've had two different people following me around. And the thing with that is you need to really like someone. I was gonna, trust me, I know. It's and like I, the whole thing. I, there's not, you, you know, I'm a bit picky. Uh, no kidding. Now that I know you, I understand. Like you're like, <laughs> you know what's interesting? I see you more as a, a a real like an like a business entrepreneur than I do a fitness. Person. I don't really consider myself. A I don't. I never did. Even when I met you before, that's why like that hearing your journey is so interesting to me, right? But, yeah. Like I know what you're saying because like having someone around you, you know, filming you is really it's kind of like what's the word? It, invasive. Invasive. Yeah. yeah. I and I've had it twice to where. They were great girls, but you like, for example, I'm with Fee all day yeah. and I somehow me and Fee just click. Like she keeps me going. She keeps me positive. Yeah. I've had people who don't have like the best energy totally. or maybe they're a bit down in the dark and it just like drains me. So I've kind of decided that I'm better just doing it solo, but I am in the position where I do think I need help because I'm either recording the podcast for three hours and then I head home and edit the podcast for two days and then I'm <sighs> doing more yeah <laughs> hiring is tough um for Very. me i have a hard time letting go control of certain things for bloom that's another story because we needed to hire and now we have this big team but my job i view my job as being the spokesperson for bloom yeah because i'm the one that had the story i came up with the products yeah. i feel like i can speak to the emotional connection of the brand and the messaging the best and it's what i enjoy right the most i think i my biggest asset to the company is like doing things like this. Yeah. 
I agree with you, by the way. I also think your audience is your is legitimately your audience. So they want you to be the spokesperson. Yes. You have to be. Like that's your that's your role, I suppose, because it's by you have to do that for your Yeah. So me sitting yeah. in an office all day, like what you know, Greg does from meeting to meeting to meeting, doesn't first of all doesn't make me feel happy. No. You know, I can do it every now and again, but it also isn't serving the company well. It's not at all. Okay. So basically this is, that's your routine. And so like at nighttime, what time do you go to bed at night? Do you have any like nighttime rituals or? Yeah. So I eat dinner around 6.30, okay. 7, preferably 6.30. And then I take all my nighttime supplements. I love taking inositol and L-theanine. I think together mm. they're a great duo. Put my red light glasses on. Yep because I don't want any of that blue light. Mm -hmm. So I wear these really cool like red glasses. <laughs> I put my head in like that headband that gets it out of my face. Yeah. I do my skincare. I have this blue red light for skin. And like, it's like an arch that you lay underneath for 10 minutes. So I'll lay underneath the arch for 10 minutes and meditate. Really? And listen to Joe Dispenza. Mm -hmm. Where do you get this arch from? From my dermatologist. It, it's ridiculous. I don't know why I have it. It was the biggest and weirdest purchase I've ever made. Okay, so I don't need it. No, you don't need it. Okay, don't get good. it. Okay, let me, that's good. To don't know. get it. Okay. And then I watch Yellowstone with my husband <laughs> in my red light glasses and go to bed. At, usually I'm asleep by 9.30. Do you have a social life because of the fact no. you're young? I was going to say, do you? Because <laughs> you're so young, you don't go out at night at all? No. On the weekends? What do you do on the weekends? So I've really been focused on trying to have a better social life. There's a lot of wellness girls in Venice who I think are great mm -hmm. and I've been hanging out with them. But it, I'll like to go on a walk or get coffee or go to ear one, do something healthy. I don't have time to go out because yeah. if I'm, I'm going out. I'm losing the whole next day. Oh, preaching to the choir. Yeah. So I don't have like the most exciting social life, but I have, I have one. You have a social, but like, but what to you, what's fun is like these walks and socializing, doing yeah. things that are like more on the healthy side. Me too. And people always think I'm so boring and I don't care. It's like what I like to do. I don't care. Yeah. Sorry. I don't want to go out to a club. Like, and for what? It ruins your whole day the next day. I and, agree. And drinking and the calories and then bloating. And then I got to take more greens the next day. <laughs> you know, it's a whole thing. It's a uh, whole thing. It's a whole thing. Okay. So I'm going to get yelled at because I know you have another thing to go do. So for people who don't know if you're living under a rock, <laughs> right, where can they find you yeah. and your amazing products, etc. Well, now they know where to find the products literally everywhere. <laughs> so you can follow me at Mari Llewellyn, M-A-R-I-L-L-E-W-E-L-L-Y-N. You can listen to my podcast at The Pursuit of Wellness on Spotify or Apple. And the products are on Bloom New, B-L-O-O-M-N-U.com or on Amazon or on Target or at Walmart. I love it. Thank you for coming on. You've been amazing. This was, I love this podcast and you're such a cutie. So Thank you. Thank I'm, you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to have, I'm so glad that you came on and I love that you've been so successful. You deserve it. I love your energy. And Thank you. You're great. Thank, Thank you. you. Seriously. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests. 
like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.